Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode of 5 Minute Economics. This is Eugene here and today we're going to be talking about moral hazard. Basically, moral hazard is when you have a party in an agreement not suffering the potential consequences of a risk, the likelihood of moral hazard actually increases. We're going to start first with the first example, which is that in Singapore, the government actually pays the full cost for hospitalization expenses relating to COVID-19. This actually causes more hazard. We've discussed this in our regular economics tuition classes, and there are actually two reasons why Singapore, the Singapore government actually pays for this hospitalization expenses relating to COVID-19. The first reason is actually that the government wants people not to be deterred from reporting that they have COVID-19. Now, there are people who may not step up to be tested because they are very, they are very worried about an expensive hospital stay. So they think that, you know, I don't want to be tested so I won't have to actually stay in the hospital and be burdened with the bill. Secondly, another reason why the government might want to pay the full cost um, for hospitalization relating to COVID-19 it might be due to political pressure and also keep death numbers low. These two things are related. But from a more hazard standpoint, this policy can actually cause uh, this issue called more hazard. Now, at the start of the pandemic, the government actually covered the hospitalization expense for everyone, including foreigners. If you're in Singapore, you contract COVID-19, the government covers you, right? This could have likely resulted in a number of individuals from other countries who suspect they have COVID-19 to come to Singapore, especially in the early parts of the pandemic, where um, many countries are not actually doing active testing or they don't have enough test kits, they don't test enough. So there, there are certain countries that keep claiming, oh, we know we don't have COVID, we don't have COVID, but it's not true, it's actually, they, they actually didn't test. So um, the people in this country, these countries, right, where there's no active testing done, right, they suspect they have COVID, right, and they want good healthcare, right, they just buy a flight to Singapore and get tested. And then um, actually what they want to do is just to make, take advantage of this free healthcare for COVID-19. So of course, later on, I think the government actually caught on that there were a lot of foreigners abusing this policy. So they probably, because of this likelihood, they switch it to a local-only policy, meaning to say they only cover Singaporeans and Singapore residents Know, for their hospitalization so this will actually deter foreigners from doing so right but even so our local residents individuals will actually less likely guard against a COVID-19 infection or be less cautious because you know when you don't have to bear the cost of any hospitalization stay relating to COVID-19 you will not consider you know this in your consideration in terms of trying to you know avoid or stay away from COVID right or take precautions to prevent yourself from getting COVID. So this is also the reason why the government has recently again announced that unvaccinated individuals starting this year 2022 they have to pay for their own hospital stay if they contracted COVID-19. Now the next problem right is actually a very very interesting problem something that I've not quite discussed before in our classes right in our regular A-level communication classes we cover this thing called principal agent problem. Now this relationship that we examine in class is that of a doctor and a patient and we know that a lot of doctors are good doctors for ethical but um, if there's no ethics or laws governing doctors you know you might end up having a lot of um, uh, unethical doctors with a more hazard problem as well but today we're not going to talk about the doctor patient problem we're going to talk about the real estate industry now when you approach a real estate salesperson whom we most com more commonly know them as agents in singapore because you're searching for property to purchase you actually enter a relationship okay what is it re this relationship you are now the principal and the real estate salesperson is actually the agent let's dive a little bit deeper into what this relationship is supposed to be 
Why do you engage a real estate salesperson? That's because you are searching for property to buy. The real estate salesperson knows more about the property market than you do. Now, what exactly does the real estate salesperson know that you might not have um, good awareness of? One, could be government regulations. They help you make sure that your housing purchase is smooth. You don't end up paying more taxes like the additional buyer stamp duty in Singapore because you're unaware of certain regulations relating to buying a second property. Okay, two is that they have an awareness of loans and interest rates. They can help you secure right, um, a good loan of a low interest rate that you know lowers your, your money installments and help you calculate what is it that you actually can afford. Three, they understand the different districts in Singapore. There are various amenities available in each neighborhood to find a property that is suitable for you. Like maybe you know you have young primary school going children, right? Um, you want to find a property that's suitable for them to stay in as well. They can help you. And um, um four. Property agents are also, also supposed to help you keep up, keep a lookout for problems associated with properties. Now, you, you don't buy properties all the time, so you might not know that there are issues like water leakages, there are issues like sound problems, there are issues like uh, fighter jets uh, uh, passing by your home every day, making it very noisy, or busy road, you're facing a busy road, so you cannot quite sleep well. Or even um, the, the, the property they want to buy has a lousy developer with a poor track record. These are some things that the, the real estate salesperson should know, right? And they probably know this better than you. So it might be helpful from buying, to, to be buying from a real estate salesperson. So you're relying on them. Yet, okay, once you learn about the commission rates that a real estate salesperson can earn from a developer, you will understand why there's this potential for this moral hazard to occur. Now, do you know that property developers can pay somewhere between 2% to 8%? of the price of a property that an agent closes deal for. So uh, let me calculate that for you. Uh. Okay, if an real estate salesperson successfully uh, help, help you buy a $2 million property, right? They can earn a commission of 2%, which means they earn $40,000, or 8%, which is $160,000. So they can earn a cool sum of anywhere between $40,000 to $160,000, right? For helping you to buy uh, a new property, a new condo, right? So now having that in mind, do you think that the real, the real SSL person may maximize yourself, your interest, because helping you to make the best decision that you can make? Or do you think that the real SSL person will consume any negative points? They don't want to tell you bad things about the property because they want to close the, they want to close the deal, right? And thereby maximizing their own, your own self-interest. Like maybe they don't, they don't actually uh, highlight, you know, this was previously a graveyard, they don't highlight to you that uh, the, the developer right, has poor track record that previous properties that they actually uh, built were poor quality, a lot of defects, right? So this is actually something very, very bad, right? Uh, and you know, we, there is the potential out there that, 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 that there's a chance that you could get a bad sales, real estate salesperson that maximizes their own self-interest as opposed to yours, okay? Now, I, I do have friends, right? Uh, one of my friends, Beverly, she's a real estate salesperson. She's an honest one. She will present to you all the information you need. She's a friend in secondary school. But, you know, honest ones like her, you know, I, I, can't, quite, I can't quite guarantee that, you know, out there, all real, real estate salesperson out there will maximize the ones, the interests of the ones that they're representing. I think many real estate salesperson will actually have the problem more hazard and they will maximize their own self-interest to make as much money as possible as opposed to representing you as a buyer. Okay, so that's the concept of more hazard and um, that's today's episode of 5-Minute Economics. We'll catch you on the next one.